145,760 people voted for Bloomberg. What the fuck? Are we going to be talking about this at all? Because, oh boy. <laughs> what, politics? the virus? No, virus. the politics. Oh, yeah. oh, sure. Yeah. Well, I have it in here. I almost drove to somebody's house to punch them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And Karen saw my little <sighs> interaction with my friend Joel, because you, mm. co- you commented on it. Have you guys seen that meme where it's like uh, normal people during the quarantine and they're having breakdowns on their couches and they're like gamers during the quarantine? Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely weird, but hmm. honestly, not for me. Most of my interactions with my friends are through Discord and I'm dating a girl who lives in Texas, so that hasn't affected us <laughs> right? other than the trip. It's, it's weird. I, I get up in the morning. I go, okay, when's my first meeting? How long will it take me to get there? I'm like, all right, two minutes. <laughs> Make coffee, go downstairs. Got it. <laughs> all right, it is well after nine. Let's that's just four start. minutes. <laughs> Damn. That's, that's well. <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> Sorry, I had unruly children on my lawn playing flashlight tag, and I had to tell them to go away. Kelly told them to go away, but it was Get satisfying. Off my lawn. That's what I would have said. My, Boy, my wife the, is much nicer than me. Yeah, who's the boomer now? Jeez. <laughs> All she said was, excuse me, please. We have a small child who's already asleep. Could you please not play on our lawn? Okay. And they chandered off. I wanted to put on my shoes and chase them down the block. Fire <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, Ian, one time when I came home from college, I was driving home and someone threw an egg at my car, splattered all over my fucking windshield. And I was like, you motherfuckers, I'm going to call the police when I drove home and I fucking got out and I go, this is the same shit I was doing five years ago. I'm like, fuck that shit. <laughs> nice shot, boys. Just wiped it off and went to bed. Uh, no, not me. I'm with Jeff. I want to go out and buy a shotgun so that I can rack the shotgun. These are the same kids that feel bad for me because I don't have a dog. So they bring their dogs to shit in my yard and just leave it there. Uh, I fucking hate all of our neighborhood kids. Reasonable. They're all bastards. Ray, start the show. Jesus, it's well after nine. Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, March 17th, 2020. Now available on Deezer. What's Deezer? Has anyone heard of Deezer before? I thought you were going for a Deez Nuts joke. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It turns out Deezer is kind of like Stitcher, except I don't know what it's different. Uh, the kids are using it, so it we're podcast is on there now. Okay. Uh, my name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we will talk about news, politics, religious nonsense, and the latest virus craze, mm. and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page and uh, join us as we record on Discord on Tuesday nights around 9 p.m. If you can't do that, you can still post something on our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg, and we might include it in the show. This week... Uh, we're going to be talking about how video games are going to save us. Yay. But first, 
I, ju- I, I have nothing about this except that Alex Jones was arrested for DWI in Texas, and it just made me happy. <laughs> I don't know, thinking about him, you know, being handcuffed, that puts a smile on my face. <laughs> that, that, that's really all I got. He also got shut down for selling his silver toothpaste. Mm. <laughs> he did. He definitely did. Uh, yeah, he said that his magic toothpaste would kill the coronavirus point blank. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> wow. I'm sure he sold a he, ton of them to the to the true listeners who are still sticking with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he still has, like, he just has, what does he do now? It's, Is he, he just doing a podcast? Is no, he, you have to go directly to InfoWars, I imagine, to, I mean, he just got deplatformed. He didn't, they didn't shut his show down. Right, right. Well, he, he, I just didn't know what uh, his show was, what kind of platform his, his show was on now. It's kind right. of equivalent to what we're doing right here. Yeah. yeah. Basically. With ads. <laughs> I don't even know if he has ads anymore. Well, not many. You know. probably pay like a monthly subscription or a Patreon or something like that, and that's how you get it. But it's it's amazing just like how many people are lazy and we're just like, oh, this is on YouTube. I'm watching it. And then when it's gone, they're like, oh, I have to go directly to the site? Yeah, fuck that yeah. shit. Never mind. <laughs> oh, he has a store, InfoWarsStore.com. Yeah, where you can buy his toothpaste. Exactly. Which will save you from the coronavirus in no way whatsoever. All right. Well, since we already brought it up and it's all the news is talking about, at least any news that I can find. Hey, let's talk about the coronavirus for a little bit. Uh, (laughs) I will have you know that if you decide to transfer this episode to YouTube, we will be demonetized for saying COVID-19 or coronavirus. (laughs) Really? Yes. They are demonetizing any videos that, that generally say that they are referring to it as the C word. If they talk about, I don't know why. Yeah, that's weird. But apparently advertisers do not want to advertise on anybody talking about the disease. Huh. Well, I mean, it's kind of a bad association, I suppose, but weird. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Human malware? Uh, (laughs) That seems not that descriptive, but. (laughs) So we, I'm I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm I'm kind of rooting for it. Uh, We are currently at 197,000 cases confirmed around the globe. I, I want 200,000 to hit while we're recording. Is that, <laughs> is that greedy? It's a little strange. I don't know. I mean, the, the, you know, the far east is going to be coming in pretty soon, so it's possible. Ray doesn't like the numbers where they are. He wants to see the numbers go up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, he lets, if, he, if he lets the far east numbers come in, then the numbers are just going to go up, and I like them where they are. <laughs> Ray, Ray is totally in for licking every object out in public. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. <laughs> uh, which basketball player was that who licked his hands and then touched all the mics? Oh, yeah, and then, imme- then the next day got the, got the virus. Yeah, and spread it to all his friends, yeah. Yep, C- killing the NBA NCAA. all in one move. Yep. I have to say, all my favorite political shows are getting shut down because of yeah. this kind of, that's the one thing I'm mad about. Mm. Well, speaking of that, uh, the late show with Colbert, what what's going on there? Like they did one show with no audience, and then this week there's no show. Uh, with Seth Myers was the same thing. He did one show with no audience, and then all his guests canceled as well. And he's like, "We're just not going to do the show till." Mm. Um, huh. John Oliver said the same thing. I think he was like, he did his last show last week and was or last yeah. Sunday was like, "I don't know when I'll be awkward. back." Yeah, it is very interesting to watch these guys do monologues and stuff with no audience. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't really work. Turns out you do need an audience to laugh. Although I did like the Bill Maher one because he had the writers out there and they weren't laughing at their own jokes. Yeah. 
(laughs) (laughs) That was really good when he pointed it out to them. You guys wrote this. (laughs) You're not laughing. Uh, The debate was better with no audience. yeah, I think Jeff is correct on that. We we did watch a decent amount of the debate until it got to the point where I'm like, I've I've heard this all before, guys. So yeah, they started looping around. It's like, man, we're done now. But the fact you didn't have to listen through all the the applauding or anything, I I don't know. I thought it was better. Yeah, yeah there was there was no too. zingers for the audience to fucking. Oh yes, that's good. America is great. <laughs> yeah, you know, basically everything that comes out of Pete's mouth. <laughs> Yeah, I still, Could, I still couldn't hate. get away without slamming Pete. No, I have to. He's not even running anymore. How is he in a debate? He wasn't there. He wasn't there. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> just, just Biden and Sanders. <laughs> uh, that makes more sense suddenly. Oh no, no, there, there was a double debate. Ian, <laughs> you didn't see the the, <laughs> the, it, the dropout debate. It's it, it, no, they were on the stage, but like farther back, and you couldn't really see them that well. It was him, <laughs> Bloomberg, Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> <laughs> She's still in the race. Yeah. She's allowed to participate. I just saw it. I think who posted it? Jeff, she got 8,000 votes in Florida. Yeah, it makes sense. It's Florida. What doesn't make any sense is why Bloomberg got 145,000. I'm telling you, he's probably a mail-in. He did not give a shit to pull the paperwork because he didn't really want to be president. Sure. Speaking of- Seems likely. Yeah. I actually signed up today for uh, voting by mail in Pennsylvania. I figure it's coming up too soon this time around, and it's very easy. You You need your driver's license number- and um, how long you've lived at your current address. And you can do it all online? All online. No, I did. Well, you fill the, thing, the application online, and then they mail you the right. uh, the actual, yeah. Hmm. I heard that Governor, I've been, I've watched Governor Wolf talk more this week than I've ever have since he's been <laughs> governor. <laughs> yep. He's way better than anything coming out of the federal government, and so is the, I forget what her name is, the health minister person, whatever her name is. Yeah, they're pretty like good. Her. Yeah. I was looking at Wolf, I was like, he'd make a pretty good president. Yeah. Although not nearly as entertaining as watching uh, Andrew Cuomo talk. <laughs> mm. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's a bit of a jerk, but he's, what, I saw it somewhere on the, on the news. He's the jerk that, that New York needs right now. I'm like, well, that makes sense. <laughs> I love it. I, I mean, I know there's some corruption somewhere in there, or I don't know, but mm. watching him, like, because, like, they're, like, riding his ass. They're like, well, why do you want people to come in and the government officials still to come in, but you're telling everybody else? He's like, because government has to work, dipshit. Like, you, he's like, but yeah, people die in war, but we still send soldiers there. <laughs> and I was like, I like this guy. He should be president, too. Yeah. <laughs> so not to uh, stir up the panic about the coronavirus, which I'm going to call it the coronavirus. I'm not calling it the Chinese virus like our president. Well, in his press conference yesterday, today, somebody asked him why he did that. And he said he did that specifically because uh, Xi was trying to blame the virus on other people. So he called it the Chinese virus. It was retaliatory. In truth, truth, (laughs) I think Fox News and China started doing it at the same time. Because Fox News refers to it as the Chinese virus, Chinese coronavirus. <laughs> and then China, I, I read an article, was like, oh, the U.S. virus. And I was <laughs> like, is there a Chinese Sean Hannity? Like, <laughs> probably. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I think they were just four. retaliating for it being on it being announced on Fox that way. COVID-19. <laughs> call it by the scientific yeah. name. Yeah, don't call right, it by yeah. its slave name, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be using what Grinch says and calling it the Kung Flu. That is just oh, wrong. That is amazing. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Flu? 
Either of those is fine. I mean, I guess it's not appropriate (laughs) to blame them just because they manufactured a virus in their virology lab to deal with the Hong Kong protesters and it got loose. But yeah, they're right. They're not to blame. But what is the point of Fox News doing this? Like who? Nobody is blaming Trump for creating the disease, right? No, they are blaming Trump for his reaction to it, though. But does that change anything by calling it the Chinese coronavirus? No, it's just a look at the monkey. He blames somebody else, not him. Yeah, it lets you know that they're still the enemy because they're not trading with us. Do you want to now? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because actually everything comes from China. If you want things, you're getting them from China. I think they're just going off the idea that the Spanish flu was called the Spanish flu. So why would it be racist to call this the Chinese flu? I mean, granted, they're both racist because you're blaming a particular ethnic group. For something that is in no way their fault. But, but, but clearly I, somebody at Fox News handed down an edict and was like, do not call this the coronavirus. Do not call this COVID-19. Call this the Chinese coronavirus. And then someone made that decision for a reason. Not just to be like, hey, we're the racist news channel. Let's be more racist. Yeah. That, <laughs> Somehow as it many protects Trump. That whole on, channel is just to protect Trump. <laughs> well, as many say. people on Fox that are calling it that, hmm. it, it has to be handed down from above. There's no question. Do you know where the Spanish flu originated? China? I don't. Kansas. San Francisco? Kansas. No. It started in Kansas. And an army, or I don't remember if it was, oh, no, no, it was army, navy, whatever. I guess there's no navy in Kansas. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the navy in Kansas? Yeah. Weird. It started at a hospital ward at Camp Funston, Fort Riley, Kansas. I did not know that. So. And I don't know the history of why it's called the Spanish flu. But mm-hmm. since it is, uh, there was a question posed on Twitter saying, has anything like this ever occurred before? And one response that everybody has been putting up on social media that I really enjoyed, Kevin Cruz responded, and I don't know who that is, but he said, we have experienced parts of this before, just never all at once. As other people's noticed, uh, it is like the Spanish flu of 1918 and the stock market crash Mm -hmm. of 1929 at the same time, but overseen by Harding's total incompetence plus Nixon's pettiness and paranoia. It's like disaster Voltron. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That made my day. Yeah. Well, And the big difference between the Spanish flu and um, COVID-19 is the the ease uh, at which we travel around the world. I mean, there's a case in Greenland, for Christ's sake. How many people go to Greenland, and yet it's there? I was just there last week. <laughs> the fuck? Somehow doubt that statement, but uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, Jeff, thank you. Uh, Kevin Cruz is an American professor of history at Princeton. Mm. So there you go. I imagine a major difference is, too, that we have a president of the United States who's more interested in fixing the stock market than really giving a shit about any of the people. Mm. And he can't seem to even get that right. <laughs> he can get a little bump, and then it's like, hey – I was like, okay, well, I guess that's good for them. And then I wake up the next morning, they're like, Dow's dropped more than it's ever in U.S. history. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he's used a whole bunch of the tools in the toolbox already. He's got nothing left at this point. $1.5 trillion yeah. of our money to save the businesses. Yeah. Well, yep. in theory, a whole bunch of people will be getting a check for $1,000. <laughs> $1, they talked about it on the TV today, so. Yeah. I mean, even Trump f- floated it, didn't he? Or yeah. was it Mnuchin? Both of them. Mnuchin, with Trump behind him, looking lovingly at him, said, you know, this is a way to stimulate the economy. We're going to send everybody a check for $2,000, like, in the next two weeks. I'm like, 
God damn. Now, Ian <laughs> clearly, de- clearly doubts that this is happening, but I would Oh, no, I don't I don't doubt it for a second. Bush did the same thing. Yeah. yeah. But I I was listening to some news channel and there was a guy on there who was like, "This is ridiculous. This is not going to help anybody because where are you going to spend your $1000 other than just sticking in the bank right now? You can't go anywhere and spend it." Obviously on Grubhub and the yeah. other food delivery. <laughs> I mean, Steam is seeing record numbers. <laughs> I mean, if you just spend it on on food and medicine, good enough. Right, but they're trying to stimulate the businesses that are shutting down right now. You know, this, like this, casinos. Yeah, this isn't going to save Hollywood. All right, <laughs> nothing can save Hollywood. Uh-huh. <laughs> Zing, got him. <laughs> well, but I, like I th- all these movies are going to be taking hits. You know, for the next couple months, they'll be all oh, right. Yeah. Unless they well, release planning- them online. <laughs> yeah, they just got to go switch to, scre- to streaming right. and let the let the theater die. Some of them are doing that. Oh, yeah. Black Widow got decayed? Fuck this COVID-19! <laughs> <laughs> Bond film was delayed. Release, yeah. A bunch of stuff has been delayed. It's amazing how disruptive it really is. Disruptive, but even like, it's like shut everything down for one month and mm. everything goes into disarray. You know, and I'm saying like just shut down like... Like, we're all going to live, we're all going to stay home, but no one's going to go to the movies, and, like, that's it. AMC's out of business. Like, it's <laughs> like, these things are all holding together by a thread, apparently. I think AMC is holding together by a thread. That makes sense. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, even, like, restaurants that have to shut down for two weeks, they're like, that's not revenue they're getting for two weeks. That could ruin them. And I was like, two God, weeks? I know it. Yeah. Well, that, that close to the two, edge. Two weeks minimum. Mm, well, I'm sure. So, uh, not to, again, not to stir the fires of panic. However, I'm a little bit more concerned this week, because, and I was concerned previously, because the, the different stories that, that I'm hearing about are a little concerning. So, the, the, the story that we're being told is that people who have ongoing health concerns are at risk, and people who have, like, autoimmune diseases, stuff like that, but... There's some stories coming out of China where there were three doctors, the original doctors who were working with it and isolating this, that this was a new strain of virus. Three of them have died. They were in their 40s and 50s. And now there is a doctor in Washington State who is in critical condition as a result of this virus. And he's in his 40s and had no prior health concern. Right. You're a fucking asshole. So... (laughs) Well, I'm just I'm asking, like, have you guys heard about these things? What do you what is your opinion on this? I think that stress is one of the few things that without an external influence that can affect your immune system. These people are under enormous amounts of stress. Right. And absolutely. I, I feel like they're getting repeated exposure. That too. At 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 sort of a ground zero. So, no, you you did your job. It it did not sow any additional panic. I was more worried about the last story, to be honest. Like, if that isn't enough to show you the kind of uh, economic disparity that is in this country, that after only two weeks, you know, hundreds of restaurants are going to go under mm-hmm. because we're living that close to the edge, that paycheck to paycheck, that a two-week quarantine will bankrupt all the movie theaters and all the restaurants in the country. But, you know, it's good. Just keep just keep giving your money to the Republicans. They'll trickle it down to you. You're good. It panicked me, right? So there you go. Good job, <laughs> there <Tom>. you go. <laughs> the, the problem with you know restaurants and and um, cinemas and stuff is that they have to pay rent. If they had to continue paying rent without income coming in, it takes yeah. all their money away. Correct. 
what irritates me is the um the bailout of the airlines. The airlines have been making money hand over fist for decades. They should be able to weather this. Take out a loan, you'll be fine. You still have airplanes. No, we're going to give taxpayer money to them. Yeah, casino bailouts. Why on earth would we be doing that? They're talking about giving money to uh, the Las Vegas Strip. Yeah, they make money hand over fist constantly, yeah. year over year over year. Don't give them tax money. They'll be fine. Yep. Yeah, if they haven't managed to open a savings account to weather this, <laughs> it's really their problem. Yeah. But in a sense, I do understand, like, a place like Las Vegas, like, what's driving that fucking town besides fucking casinos? <laughs> you might lose right. one or two that are on the edge, but the most of them will be yeah, just but how fine. Many, yeah, but how many of those, uh, how many people are employed at those one or two casinos? That's why we have unemployment. That's why we have the social safety net. Oh, you mean those Socialism. takers? They they yeah. want those taking shit? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, th- that's going to be the key to this is that um, unemployment is supported for the length of the time it needs to be supported for. So people don't starve. So people don't, you know, turn up at the emergency room when things are already gone too far. It's the social safety net. Why it's here. <laughs> but again, because we're the United many countries mm-hmm. <laughs> of America, every state is fucking different. Yeah, they are. Yeah, well, Grinch yeah, says so. <laughs> I, I really do think that, that you're correct. The economic impact is going to be the most serious thing. Mm. I mean, I I don't know how, if you guys are impacted, I mean, we're able to, to work from home, so it, it hasn't really impacted our jobs, but it, it impacts a lot. I mean, the, the different restaurants, the different people just can't go into work. So it it's it's a dangerous situation. Mm. Yeah, I mean it's probably going to affect me like I this you know this is when it starts getting busy again and I'm sure not a lot of people are going to be buying houses and you know or even going to see houses and shit like that. But you know, I'm not in one of those rare situations luckily of those people who one unexpected $400 expense and they're fucking toast. Mm. Like a lot right. of Americans are. Right. And there's a significant percentage of the of the country that is in that state that you know they can't survive without w- missing one paycheck yeah that's that's scary you know that's a lot of waitresses a lot of cooks a lot of bus yeah. boys out of work with kids see i knew i shouldn't have had kids that was smart of me. <laughs> <laughs> so i want to move on to some of the people who are seriously not helping <laughs> In Iran, where, and if you do look at the, I don't, oh, I closed, I don't have the dashboard up, but Iran has a huge number of people who are infected. Um, there was satellite imagery late last week showing in some cemeteries uh, the government digging mass graves. So Iran's hugely impacted by this. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but what, could, I mean, like, was Iran even in any position to stop this? No, they weren't. Yeah. I mean, the, well, the, the I, sanctions have people, done a lot of damage to them. This is true. Um, now, people do think of Iran as just being, you know, desert-dwelling people or whatever. Oh, no. T- Tehran is an advanced city. Like, there are a lot of adv- – there, there are good hospitals there. There's a huge portion of, of Iran that there's, there's is not, you know, as – up to speed, but <laughs> they're not um, living in tents in the desert and riding no. camels around. <laughs> no, correct. That's crazy. They, they Spies <laughs> like us has lied to us. <laughs> Our 1940 stereotypes of all other countries aren't still true. Hey, wait a minute. When I said that, I was not implying that they were living in the fucking third age of <laughs> you know, the apocalypse. No, it's it's an advanced country, but the, unfortunately, their their ability to buy supplies from overseas has been exceedingly tampered so it's it's a problem 
And they're being led by religious fanatics. Sure. One of which, I'm going to screw up his name, unfortunately, but Abbas Tabriziani. No, Tabrizian. In any case, he is described by his followers as the father of Islamic medicine. He is a cleric, and he has used his channel on the Telegram to promote one of his methods for dealing with those infected with the coronavirus. Mm. Before sleeping, you take a cotton ball, you dip it in violet oil, and apply it to the anus. Yes! <laughs> always the butt. It's always the butt. <laughs> always! <laughs> Why? What? At wow. One, at least, at least with like Jim Baker, where he's selling the silver solution, you know, he's making money off of it. This guy isn't making money off of cotton balls and violet oil. Like, he's not even selling it prepackaged. Like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> oh, because it helps um, keep, maintain his credibility as uh, Iran's father of medicine or whatever he claims to be. You know, and it, at, at no cost to himself. He just, you know, endangers a few followers and then a few hundred more. That sort of thing. I, I suppose. Sure. Iran's health ministry has called on people not to visit the two healing shrines because they're just propagating the virus even more. So, you know, at least the government's taking a lot of it seriously. Well, I don't know if you have this later on, but so some states, say Ohio, have banned um, groups of more than, I don't know what number they, they picked out of, the, out of the hat, 10, 25, 50, whatever it was. From, um, they said, no, no, no more congregating groups, except churches, you're exempt. Uh, of course. This is a, so yeah. we're not much better. Well, no, not in not certain parts. Definitely. I mean, the next story that I have, there's a one of the faith healing churches. Now, this is a group of people who believe that you shouldn't go to the doctor. Mm. You should just believe and Jesus will heal you from heaven. Uh, this church in Redding, California, they apparently don't have enough faith that Jesus will protect them from the virus because they're canceling trips and telling people who feel sick to stay home. So... Mm. All right. Give us your money and don't get us sick. <laughs> right. <laughs> Another person who is not helping, Devin Nunes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Thank goodness I was sitting down. I would have been shocked. <laughs> <laughs> he he came out and said, was it on Fox, I think? It might have been. It, I think it was on Fox that uh, he's encouraging people to just go out, have a great time, go to the local restaurant. There's <laughs> hardly anybody there. You could definitely get a seat. He <laughs> is pure dipshit. This guy he is. What is? Why would he do this? Because he's an idiot. I mean, he is really, truly an idiot. He must be out of the loop with Trump. I think he was mm -hmm. at the time pulling the Trump. It's all just a hoax. Mm -hmm. But Trump has since done a one eighty. Well, not a one eighty, but kind of like a ninety five. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this was Sunday. And Sun is uh, and is taking it seriously a little bit more so at least. Yeah. He said it on Sunday morning in Fox News. And then yesterday they were asking Trump about what he'd said, and he was, you know, he was given the whole, I don't know Devin Nunes. I haven't spoken to him. I don't know what he said. <laughs> and then uh, they're like, well, he said this. Do you agree with that? Uh, I'll have to check and see. And then finally he was like, well, if he said that, I wouldn't agree with that. I, I would urge not to do what he said <laughs> without coming wow. out and just not coming right out and being like, no, don't do what that dipshit said. Yeah, but taking <laughs> any stance on anything, that's a. I that's know. A, Did you see wow. when they asked him about shutting down that that <laughs> pandemic, pandemic response team and yeah. he blamed it on some rando named Tim? Yeah. 
<laughs> no, he blamed it on Azar. Like yeah. he was like, I don't know if this guy, maybe this guy did it right next to me. I don't know. You should talk to him. <laughs> and he said it was a nasty question. I mean, yeah. And he was oh like, God. Hey, man, shit happens around here. I'm not privy to all of it. I'm just the fucking president. <laughs> I can't be expected to be in charge of my entire administration. That's crazy. <laughs> Check things, with them. Yeah, Maybe things get shut it. down. You worked at a different paper once, didn't you? <laughs> Unfucking believable. <laughs> yeah. And people see this shit and still go, greatest president ever. Mm. Yeah, how does that happen? Brainwashing. I mean, Fucking brainwashing. <laughs> The analogy that I like is it is the same as going to your local firehouse and saying, look, all you guys, just go home. There are no current fires. We don't need you here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they were a pandemic response team. I mean, what? Well, and the the original video where he talks about when he fired them, because that's available online from 2018. It's not that long ago. He said exactly that. He said, we don't need them right now. We'll get them when we need them. (laughs) Yep. It's on video, him saying that, and then he does this, and nobody challenges him. Well, he was asked Plus, about it, and then there's no follow-up. Yeah, well, that's a nasty tr- question. Don't ask he, him. Yeah, he tried to, and then they cut her fucking mic or something and moved on to a different person. Then but, he asked somebody from OAN, yeah. the the outfoxing of Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even believe they're at a fucking press conference, but- They should not be. So he went to a friendly after that, so they couldn't ask a follow-up question, because somebody- um, in, you know, and, and a like-minded organization would have followed up her question with, well, there's a video of you in 2018. And, of course, that's why he went where he went. So hmm. My follow-up would have been like, man, are you telling me shit gets closed down in this government and you you don't know what's don't going know on? <laughs> Entire organizations get closed? Important ones? Who knew this might be important? Nobody knew. <laughs> he pulled that one out of his hat today. I, I think it, and it just comes back to the fact that it was it was something that Obama put together. To deal with the uh, Ebola issue, right? I believe that, yes. That and that, just pure it hubris. It doesn't make a money. How does right. this make me money? They don't make money off of this. Get rid of it. Yeah. I think, however, the biggest one that I have is Jerry Falwell. Mm-hmm. Um, on Friday, he was on Fox and Friends, and he is saying the entire world is deliberately overreacting to the coronavirus pandemic solely to hurt President Trump. Wow. <laughs> the entire world. He said that uh, there was not this much hysteria around H1N1 in 2009. So obviously this is just to try and hurt our president. Is he not uh, not including the facts like the the fatality rate was less than 0.1% with that flu. Hmm. It had a high contagion rate but it it was limited because the it didn't have that big of an effect. This is this flu is highly contagious. And has a fairly significant mortality rate. He's not the only one telling that line. Did you see that video from Trish Regan on Fox News? Yeah. Where she was Absolutely. just straight up. She's no. like, this is a Democrat a conspiracy, conspiracy yeah. to get rid of the president. And I can't take it anymore. And they tried everything to get him. And they apparently they had scientists go into a lab and create a virus, <laughs> release it in China, and blame Trump for it. Wow. She didn't go that far. I added some of that extra shit in there, but right. But again, of all these dirt bags, I I guess I all right. So obviously, she's making some monstrous claims. Mm-hmm. I feel bad that she is the only person who you know got any repercussions. Like oh, what happened else, to her? She lost her prime time spot. No she got shit, really. Yeah, she got she got bumped to a crappy hour. 
Yeah, the Fox News has made the turn to, oh, crap, this is a reality thing that we need to worry about this. Oh, did you see? But- there was another video where they were talking to, uh, who's the, the Indian chick on Trump's team that's also evil? <laughs> <laughs> immediately but i love it <laughs> I, I mean I'm, i know i'm sure that's racist of me to say but i'm you know i'm trying to pick out the one non-white person so you know who i'm talking about right they had her on and it was, of course it was one of those blonde newscasters on fox i don't know which one it was because they are all the same right mm-hmm. they all look the same and they were asking her about the ventilators and they're like are there enough ventilators and she started just talking nonsense about some bullshit about telehealth and all this other stuff. And then the newscaster was like, yeah, but I'm asking you about the ventilators. Are we going to have enough ventilators? And she's like, you know, the president's doing a great job and we've been talking about this and, and um, we're, we're talking to doctors and we're going to coordinate things. And the woman, the Fox newscaster <laughs> was like, I guess you're just not going to answer my question. Wow. And that scared the living shit out of me because she's on the team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it was Seema Verna and who I heard is an awful, awful person. I don't know anything about her other than what she's been on. The news recently mm. for this, so that's oh, her. Is that her? Okay, <laughs> she looks familiar. Um, yeah, yeah. But also to to follow up on the story originally, what Jeff had posted. Yeah, apparently Jerry Fartwell Jr. was <laughs> like, "Yeah, I was just kidding. Sorry, we're gonna go online classes." <laughs> Super bad. Really? There. Yeah, he he did he did that just yesterday. But before that. He had a conversation with uh, a person. Well, this is on Twitter. He says uh, he did tweet out, I don't want to become one of these college presidents who are pushing this problem off on someone else by sending 20 year olds with near zero mortality risk to sit at home with the rest of the semester, often with their grandparents in the house who are truly at risk. And what country are we living in where these people (laughs) live with their grandparents? (laughs) And there was a response by a guy saying, in seven weeks, you're going to send thousands of students who now have a higher risk of carrying it back to their grandparents to get it. He, he says, I'm as right wing as they get, bud. But as a parent of three of your students, I think this is crazy, irresponsible and seems like a money grab mm. to which Falwell says, nope, they'll go off to summer jobs or internships, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> You know what would help these people out tremendously? <sighs> they all need to get a Discord channel to meet up once per day to get their shit straight. <laughs> <laughs> Devin, Jerry Falwell, Trish Regan, Verma, Trump, all get on one channel and just talk to each other and be like, okay, what is, is it- the bullshit line we're going to be handing out today? So we're all on the same page. Yeah. Is it time to pivot yet? Not yet? Okay. Yeah. Let me know when it's time to pivot. <laughs> because listen, sir- and that's they're talking to Donald Trump because he loves mm. to be called sir. I don't want to make an ass out of myself on Fox and Friends and tell everybody there's nothing going on and then have you not back me up on this. Oh, no, no, no. Worry. I'm on the same line for the next 24 hours. <laughs> OK, got it. <laughs> I mean, granted, the the GOP is good in their messaging. Like they all generally are on the same page, but it's these little things they cannot get fucking straight. Mm. Well, it's a little and chaotic feel- for them at the moment, I think. Yeah, and I feel like since the Ukraine stuff, like, Devin is way out of the fucking loop. Oh, yeah. Like, nobody wants to talk to him. And he was just yeah. like, I think I saw him say something about this on Fox. Okay, I'll just say it. <laughs> <laughs> I did also want to stay, say that Falwell had a men's conference. It was called the Ignite Men's <laughs> Impact Weekend. Um, oh. So he had this before changing his mind on Monday. And this was a men's impact on our society 
and it was based on the uh, Thomas Road Baptist Church. Included, I don't know who one of these people is, but included Tim Tebow and Marcus Luttrell. Is is <laughs> is Marcus Luttrell a sports person as well? No, I do he not is, know who that is. He is a U.S. Okay. Navy SEAL. He is quote the lone survivor end quote. Oh, they made a movie about him. Mm. All right. Well, those two guys were at the uh, men's conference, which he was ignoring the recommendation to not have gatherings. It is where God, men, life, and the great outdoors come together, and it is sold out. Well, thank goodness (laughs) that he is helping to shed light on such an underrepresented group. (laughs) Wait a second. As white Christian men. (laughs) Right. It's an extreme outdoor expo and kid zone. <laughs> like I understand why these people are doing this. Like they're putting profit over people. They just don't give a shit. No. Like somewhere somehow this is affecting their bottom line. But the ability of the general public to not accept things as as they are is astounding to me. Because I see so much shit on Facebook of people just not accepting anything. It's a conspiracy. It's a look at this chart. There's a virus every 2 years when there's an ele- you know all this type of shit. It's just the flu, yeah. Yeah, like, why is it so hard to – why do you need to apply conspiracy theories and, and underhanded things to all these things? Like, if you recall, a month ago when we were talking about this, I was like, pshaw, fuck this shit. It's stupid, right? Mm. And then slowly, as things were unfolding, I have as- obviously changed my mind and said, oh, obviously it wasn't what that was. As facts were presented to you – you t- absorbed those facts and adjusted your opinion. Weird. Right. Why am I not still going? Guys, this is ridiculous. Why are we even talking about this? It's so sad. Like, what the fuck is wrong with everybody? I think uh, Jeff summed it up better, well, better when he yeah, said, you're right. in all caps, people are stupid, Jared. Jeff, do this every that, week. Is, that is the one thing I cannot get through my fucking head for some reason. Because it, uh, every argument I have does seem to circle back to people are just fucking dumb, Jared. Yeah. <laughs> Please accept that. It's it's a it's the same reason it's similar to the reason that people are buying toilet paper though it's people need to maintain a semblance of control over their lives if they do it by denying that it's happening or if they do it by buying toilet paper and thinking that they've got that that's under control that part of my life is contained and controlled and I'm back in control again it's it's just a a a lack of control as to the the elements around you that is making people crazy and stupid. It's a, it's got to be part two though that people just don't want to admit that they made a mistake. Well, yeah, sure. I think that yeah. clearly is a part of it. Yes, like and no one's going to go on there. Well, I've been posting a lot of bullshit about this coronavirus, but it turns out it's all real. So I'm sorry. No one's going to say that, right? <laughs> They're just going to stick to their guns so and be like. Yeah, for looking, you know, it's in 2018, it was SARS. Remember, you know, they'll stick with that line. Got it. But the, but the, by the same, it's the same reason though that um, people don't leave religion. They can't let go of that semblance of control, and so the same people that don't give don't give up on religion don't give up on their wrong ideas that it's a, it's the flu and it's not a big deal, and they're after Trump. It's the same inability to look at facts and change your mind. Amazing. Mm. I've also been yeah. seeing a lot of, uh, and I don't see how this relates in any way, that we are getting our first taste of socialism right now. Mm. Have you seen what? this? Yeah. Yeah, everyone going, oh. do you like your first taste of socialism? And I'm like, I don't even understand this. And then someone said to me, like, yeah, but this is a virus outbreak in a capitalist country. <laughs> 
So if you're going to go by the capitalist creed and you're going to go by what the um, The some of the market will take care of the virus, (laughs) the free market will take care of the virus. The strong will survive. The weak will die. And that's okay. That's what the free market calls for. What they're I guess what they're implying is that the reason that there's missing toilet paper off the shelves is because this is how people will react during socialism. (laughs) What? Like if we win a total social. I, I don't understand it either. But somehow, there, I mean, that's the other thing, too, I'm amazed about, is how anybody can take any tragedy and turn it into an argument for abortion, mm. guns, capital. I mean, like, it, go down the fucking list. Somehow, this virus connects to all your arguments. Mm. Yeah. But again, I'm just like, I don't understand what you're saying. Like, <laughs> Oh, I hear what you're saying now. I get it. Yes, it's because they are conflating socialism with communism. And in communist Russia, food was in short supply. And ah. food is marginally in short supply now. And by that, I mean people are mildly inconvenienced. <laughs> oh, oh, so they're saying that, like, yes, okay, okay, this I is get what it society will be like. Right, okay, I got Under it, I got socialism. It. You'll wow. have to be limited to one milk a week, and you'll have to fight people for toilet paper because we don't understand the difference between socialism and communism. But they also do fail to mention that this is actually happening right now in a capitalist country. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, people are fucking stupid. Why do I yeah. even bother? Why do I even think of this shit? I'm the fucking stupid one. So, speaking of stupid things, the next thing that I have, there's an article on the HuffPost talking about how to debunk coronavirus natural remedies with your family. I I can't even begin. I, I didn't even count them. There were so many different natural remedy things in my newsfeed and how stupid people are being. There was one about sugar, uh, little spheres of sugar that have uh, homeopathic droplets applied to them. So you're just taking literally a a sugar pill (laughs) and somebody used this. They put it in their kid's ear because they had an earache and they thought that this would cure their ear, which ended up making it way worse. Sure. Um, But there were dozens of them, and I didn't include them all. So I just included this, which is a, a decent article that goes into, look, just do a little bit of research about everything. There are some things that, you know, natural remedies, and, and so there are some different things you can take that will boost your immune system. So they're not all completely fabricated. However, if you see something about garlic helps against the coronavirus so you should eat a whole clove every morning maybe you should do a little bit of research before you know unless you're really into garlic right yeah because that probably is good for you but god damn it people it is not a fucking death sentence we're just trying (laughs) to stop old people from getting it right Right. or overwhelming the the health system yeah we're all probably gonna get it eventually yeah yeah and it'll (laughs) suck for a few days but you're not going to die. Right. It, it, Some it, people it, will die, but most yes. of us will not. The goal of this is to flatten the curve so that not everybody shows up at the emergency room at the same time. The- oh, my God. Yeah, I got into a fight with my mother because she was like, she's like, you didn't go into the office? And I'm like, no. She's like, you're not going to get it. I go, I'm not worried about getting it. No. <laughs> right? I'm trying to stop other people from getting it. Like you, who's yeah. over 70. Who, by the way, is on the beach having a barbecue while I'm arguing with her about this. Beach? <laughs> what? Where is she? In Florida. <laughs> Florida. Oh, right. <sighs> well, the, the spring breakers, no del- I mean, there a couple of the beaches down south in Florida didn't open. But yeah, the ones that are open, they're packed full of kids. Yeah. They're They'll be fine. That was, 
<laughs> oh, then that was part of the misinformation. Yeah. Th- this virus hates UV light, so get in a tanning bed. <laughs> well, I haven't heard that one. <laughs> oh. I heard the, the, the self-diagnosis, though, where you can hold your breath for 10 seconds. You don't have it. Oh, Geraldo's <laughs> a hero. <laughs> I've been hearing that. That was the first time I heard it. And then immediately after that, I was hearing it from other sources, though. (laughs) I saw that on Facebook first from a guy who was legitimately trying to help people out. It was uh, he was quoting some Indian doctor who had had said this. And I'm like, no, that's just no. And then I heard Geraldo say the exact same thing. Yeah. Again, another situation where facts are presented to you to go, that possibly can't be it. Let me see what this whack job has to say about it. Oh, that got to be it. A whole clove of garlic. <laughs> done. <laughs> now, there, there are some kind of not, you know, homeopathy or no natural medicine or anything like that. But take your vitamins. Take your vitamin D. Make sure it's got vitamin D, vitamin B, vitamin C. All that stuff is good for your immune system. If you're depleted, it can help. Take care of yourself. Eat good food. That all. Don't try not to stress. Try to keep your stress down. All those things will help boost your immune system. Sleep. It's all good. Get some, get some sleep. Get some sleep. Yeah. Yes. You lost me and then you want me back. Good job. <laughs> I know. I don't take any vitamins. Don't take good. vitamins. Vitamins are a hoax. Just eat some food. Calm all right, down. All right. So get out in the sun then. Are, we're, are, we evolved oh, to be in the sunshine. That is true. That is true. Get some sun. Because uh, I literally spent two days in this house, didn't leave. Yeah. Like, if, and if you not, can't not get be- out in the sun, take some vitamin D. It's a good second- it's good as a also, on a sure. side note, Ian, how did we not come up with selling people actual placebos hmm. as a, <laughs> an actual sugar pill and say <laughs> that it's fucking sugar and tell them it will heal? <laughs> our, our unwillingness to exploit stupid people really disappoints me. I know. I, I, you know what <laughs> Every it is, time dude? we do this show. It's, I'm telling you, it's because you live too far away. If you lived close to me and I got a lot of free time on my hands. We would be plotting this shit out in person and like making some real moves here. <laughs> I think so. I think so. I think I think I think the distance kills the motivation. Yeah. <laughs> Disappointing. So I wanna get into this video game thing. I said earlier the video games are going to save us. Now here's what sure. I meant. There is a guy named Eric Lofgren, who is at Tufts University, who has been an avid World of Warcraft player was fascinated by the real-world parallels of an epidemic that happened in World of Warcraft. So there was an event called the Corrupted Blood Outbreak. So World of Warcraft put this creature in the game that had a disease. The, the creature was named Hakar. And when you got the disease, you could spread it to other players. And I don't exactly know what you had to do to spread it, but you had to be in the same vicinity. And the only way to get rid of this disease was to kill Hakar. And they did this so that it would encourage people to quickly rush to Hakar to kill him to be rid of this disease. Unfortunately, what happened was when you get this disease, you start randomly losing hit points. And people started freaking out. They didn't, they weren't sure of, like, they didn't read the text. Mm. So they didn't know what was doing it. They ran back to town. They tried to get in touch with healers Mm. that would cast spells on them. And it spread all over the place. (laughs) And in World of Warcraft, there were virtual corpses laying all over town, all just all over the place. Mm. And so this guy, Eric Lofgren, looked at this and went, wait a minute. (laughs) I'm going to do a a study, a paper they published in 2007 about infectious diseases and examining what could be learned and the implications of the corrupted blood incident on World of Warcraft. 
Hmm. It's it's really kind of interesting if you take a look at this article, which was on Ars Technica, uh, because it it really is very similar. The fact that some people decided they weren't going to do anything about it. Some there were a very small percentage of people who were malicious and tried to get everybody else infected. Hmm. There were literally people who would stand in town who were not involved in the disease, didn't have it, but they were yelling about it. Preachers on the corner, literally, hmm. happened in this game. Wow. So it's a it's a really interesting perspective on how society handles something like this. Mass panic. Mass panic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really did go to mass panic in-game. That is absolutely true. Hmm. Were all the level one simple daggers bought out? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that would that would be make sense. It would be comparable. Anyway, I thought it was interesting. So this guy wrote a paper about how to deal with pandemics based on uh, how society handled the World of Warcraft incident. Very interesting. Hmm. The other thing, the other video game thing that I brought up is I don't do Minecraft. I never like I played it for about ten minutes and I just I just D couldn't get into it. Don't understand it. <laughs> but. Well, I understood some, I understood a little bit, but I didn't understand the interest. But in any case, I, I got to give credit where, where it's due. Minecraft is now hosting an uncensored library full of banned journalism. Huh. That's so cool. it's journal, journalism that have been banned in Saudi Arabia or in China, in Iran, uh, Mexico, Russia, Egypt, and Vietnam. They're different. Things that have been banned in these different countries. This group has gathered it together and created a library in Minecraft that ho houses all of this information. That's pretty cool. So if you yeah. play Minecraft, you can go to this virtual library and read stories that you might not be able to get at all over your standard media outlets. But by talking about it, doesn't it just mean that these countries will now ban Minecraft? It's possible. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know how any. I'm with Way. I don't. I don't know how any of that works. Um, even hearing this good news, it's not going to motivate me to play. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I had, you know, it was too disheartening when I first learned about it, and I'm only now starting to learn about it because, as luck slash mis misfortune would have it, my son got a iTunes gift card from his two good friends for his birthday. Immediately used it to purchase iCraft on his tablet. Uh -huh. So. Now I find myself watching videos of uh, understanding Minecraft as a parent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's to understand? Helping? Isn't it like you just build shit? I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know how. I don't need to. He's, he's grasping it very easily, and he seems to enjoy it. But I was just too traumatized by it early on. I remember, again, I could be confused, but I remember a uh, story from my good friend Jared told me that he was going out one time and he's like yeah i'm gonna go to a party and the party the party in air quotes was three adults sitting in their house playing minecraft mm. that's that is true now i didn't know that prior to going to the party i don't want people to think that i was willingly going to a minecraft party uh and once we got there we were like this fucking sucks can we drink and you know <laughs> I like, Jeff said, that's a solid party. <laughs> that is not, man. That fucking was lame. Well, it looks like, Jeff, you have a source for some information about yeah, Minecraft. Yeah, I'll look at the links. <laughs> cool. For sure. I want to so make have, sure. 
Go ahead. I'm being responsible. Mm. Mm. So Minecraft does have more than 145 million players active. Wow. Wow. On the platform. Yeah. That was incredibly successful. And much like Ray, I played it for 10 minutes. was like, this looks like shit. I'm leaving. (laughs) It's all blocky. There's a blocky sheep. I don't get it. I'm out. (laughs) Don't understand. Yeah. So I did uh, include an article we already touched on a little bit, but uh, it's an article on Business Insider about Fox's complete, well, again, I say complete 180. It's it's not. not. But their turnaround. But very uh, noticeable uh, reversal. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and how they're saying, yeah, we sh- we really do need to take this seriously. And of all people, Cucker Tarlson was like re- leading the charge of the of the right hand crazies. I mean, that's just strange. I don't understand. He has his brief moments. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe his Tyson chicken empire was coming down in shambles, so he had to <laughs> protect that. <laughs> all right. Do we have anything else about the coronavirus? That's all I had. No. Um, video games are saving me. In in a total un-Ian move, I, I purchased a game less than five years old oh. to play to play during quarantine. How much was it? Uh, it was fourteen ninety five. Wow, Ooh, you, you went I know. Ten, bu- ten bucks over your limit. I know, I know. I was shocked myself, but <laughs> I have been wanting to play uh, Fallout Four for several years now, and it was you know the game of the year edition with all the DLC. I was like, that's a pretty good price. I can. I can splurge just this once. One one pandemic, I can treat myself. <laughs> I'll teach you where to get all the nudie mods from so you can play an After Dark version <laughs> when Owen goes to bed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the next thing that I have I thought was very interesting. There's a former judge who has resigned from the – oh, yeah, what is it called? The Supreme Court Bar. So I'm, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with what the Supreme Court Bar is, but apparently it's lawyers and judges who can make arguments in front of the Supreme Court. Again, not overly familiar with this, but he has been a judiciary for 27 years. He has been a member of this bar since 1972. Wow. Uh, his name is James Dannenberg. Uh, he was a Hawaii state judge, district court of the First Circuit, and deputy attorney general of Hawaii for a number of years. He sent a letter in resignation to Justice Roberts. And in the letter, he says that the Supreme Court, under your leadership and with your votes, has wantonly flouted established precedent. Your conservative majority has cynically undermined basic freedoms by hypocritically weaponizing others, the ideas of free speech and liberty, religious liberty, have been transmogrified to allow officially sanctioned bigotry and discrimination, as well as elevate the grossest forms of political bribery beyond the ability of the federal government or state to rationally regulate it. It is clear to me that your court is willfully hurtling back to the cruel days of Lochner and even Plessy, the only constitutional freedoms ultimately recognized may soon be limited to those useful to the wealthy, Republican, white, straight, Christian, and armed males, and the corporations that they control. This is wrong. This is not America. So he said this to- (laughs) What was that? And then nothing changed. They yeah. looked at the well, I'm and sure said, nothing eh. changed. But he did send this to Roberts, but posted it publicly. It's it, actually there's a whole lot more to the letter, but 
It's it's a rather significant letter. Nothing like this has ever been done before. And the fact that he sent it to Roberts, who mm. at this point is one of the moderate on know. the know. Uh, on the Supreme Court. Yeah. I just it's uh it's something that needs to be historically noted. You know what I mean? Like mm. nothing right. like like this has ever been done before because the Supreme Court has never been in this type of position. Well, apparently before. twice before it has. This guy's Dannenberg said it was. <laughs> Sim- similar Sure. Right. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, one, I'm I'm concerned because, you know, again, because his reg- he sounds like someone who, who is needed in the position he was in. Mm. So the fact that he resigned is disappointing, uh, as you know, as Jared was correct to point out. Yeah, but, you know, doesn't doesn't affect anything, won't do anything, won't impact anybody outside of this show. Who's I read this story? Probably a couple dozen people. Like that's that's the disappointing part, and he's not wrong. I mean, I just every day because mm-hmm. he he used to he's getting less mild, I guess, and less moderate. I, what it was only like a month ago that didn't Trump say that Sotomayor and uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg need to recuse themselves, mm-hmm. and that you know their their opinions can't be trusted on anything that is Trump related, mm-hmm. and Roberts said not. A word. And then mm. Schumer came out and had some criticisms of the Supreme Court. And Roberts was like, how dare you? That is wrong that you would speak out against the Supreme Court. You're a monster. And I was like, you're such a fucking stooge, just like the rest of them. You're all pieces of shit. And what did Schumer do? He apologized. Of mm. course he did, because he's a fucking mm. cuck Democrat. <laughs> do nothing Democrats. <laughs> oh, they do something. They, they fucking cave. <laughs> Man, take all your plays from Trump. Be like, nope, I stand by what I fucking said. Yeah. He what could say that. Threaten he could it. say that. He could come out and be like, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck him in his stupid rope. <laughs> but then, uh, you know, the Republican machine would whip up its fake outrage and its cries of we're victims and everybody would rally to their cause and he would be drummed out of office. No. I not if he went. What are you crying, Snowflake? Shut up! <laughs> and then, then they would be really weird. Like, oh man, he seems like he's got more of a backbone than Trump. Uh, <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> Which alpha male do I follow? <laughs> yeah, I just want to see one Democrat. Just don't go. Eh, shove it up your ass. I'm not leaving. Oh wait, that was the governor of Virginia. Right? <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> deny, deny till they forget about it. <laughs> yeah, we really do need. People in the Democratic Party who are willing to piss a few people off. Like, you cannot make everybody in the Democratic Party happy. It is impossible. So you you can't always be apologizing for every little thing. Sometimes well, let you alone just make people in the Republican Party happy. Yeah. Like, th- I didn't. I, was anybody on the Democratic side upset by what Schumer said? No. Probably uh, not. No. Mm-hmm. Doubtful. Yeah. I, that's why I like uh, Governor Cuomo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bit of a jerk, but eh, getting shit done. Yeah, he told him, he told him, why don't you sit down and fucking spin <laughs> while you're fucking at it? I got work to do in Albany. <laughs> so I did want to hit on what's going on with the uh, primaries. Mm. Where are we at now? Currently, the, the delegates uh, in Florida, 61% voted for Biden and 23% for Bernie. In, and that has, sorry, 98% reporting, so mm. pretty much all in. In Illinois, 
60% reporting, almost 60% voted for Biden, 36% to Sanders. So if you're looking to for Bernie to turn it around, uh, it doesn't look like it's happening tonight. Now, what, what were the other states? Ohio and some other state postponed, right? Louisiana? I don't recall. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I got conflicting reports. I got one thing on my phone that said Ohio suspends primary and then it was Ohio votes tonight. <laughs> so I was like, well, which one is it? They suspended. Yeah, they didn't suspend until like last night. Yeah. So uh, people were actually still showing up at their polling places because they didn't. They just didn't know that they weren't going to be having the vote. Well, I got some bad news for you people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> In a couple different ways. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> so I was talking to a friend last night. And we were talking about the mail-in ballots for Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, oh, that's cool. We can. That sounds good. They're urging that. And they said, yeah, Bernie all the way. And I was like, yeah, that's good. I go, as long as you vote for Joe when he's in the general. And this res- person responded back, yeah, I haven't made my decision about that yet. <gasps> what? And that's when I went to go grab my keys <laughs> to go fucking slap some sense into this person. Then I remembered I'm supposed to social distance. So I did. <laughs> <laughs> And I proceeded to be like, you are fucking kidding me, right? And this person was like, no, I'm not. The DNC needs to be taught a lesson. And I was like, <gasps> now? Uh-huh. Right now, they need to be taught this lesson. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? And and I, and I, and I said to, to my friends who listen to me bitch and moan about this, this is all going to sound like I've repeated, but I, I don't throw the word white privilege around or the phrase white privilege around a lot. But this was the biggest case of white privilege I've ever seen in my fucking life. Mm. Because then this person said... What's so bad? What's he going to do in four years? Right? Like, he, can, he they're like, he's not getting anything done. And I go, yeah, it's because you're fucking white. It doesn't and, impact you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, and I go, do you think that he's going to be more restrained when he doesn't have to worry about reelection? And do you think that the Senate that let him off on all these fucking blatant crimes are going to be harder on him when he doesn't? And I was like, mm-hmm. even if we have a fucking, even if there is another election. And then I was told I was being ridiculous and an alarmist. Yeah. This is alarming. It's time and to be I was alarmist. Like, and I go, I go. you really feel – they're like, well, th- you have to take a stand sometime. And I go, I go. listen, I agree with you on all this. I go, this is not the fucking time. I go, why do I feel like I had the same fucking conversation with this person four, four years, years ago? ago. Right. Yeah. I right? was going to say, does this person – is this? did they teach them the same – the DNC the same lesson last time? Apparently not. Jesus. <laughs> not only that, they're very much on the on the page that what what could he do? What he what more could he do? And I was like, <laughs> a lot fucking more. Yeah, how naive can you be? What more can he do? It, it unlimited. Yeah. yeah, it's unlimited. <laughs> I go. He pretty much gets everything he wants for the most part. Right now, and he's, I, he's laying low so we can get reelected. Yeah, if you and, really want to convince people, judges. That's the mm. argument that is, is I know, so I, clear. This is why I'm a bad debater, because I, I didn't even remember to bring that up. But to, probably because I was so incensed that I just couldn't believe. I kept saying, <laughs> right. I'm like, you're, I go, you're fucking killing me. You are fucking killing me that you're saying this to me. Mm. Right? Like, I cannot believe how stupid this is. I'm like, yes, there is a time for this lesson to be taught when the, when the stakes are not this high. Oh, you're being stupid. They're not <laughs> that high. Oh. And I'm like, man. I, and I had to stop. I was like, I can't even with you. I cannot even with you. I'm not doing this with you. This conversation. Do whatever the fuck you want. We're fucked. We're done. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, shocking that I heard I'm this. Shocked. And I'm like, you know, there's probably a lot of people like this person out there right now. 
just not paying attention because not really getting into the nitty gritty like we do. Mm. Uh, you know, at least you know, you know, I pick up a lot of information during the week about what Trump does, and then whatever I miss, Ray certainly tells me about. <laughs> you know, so I'm a little bit more dialed in. But if you're going about your daily life, what the fuck has Trump done to you? Well, it's the same reason why people aren't alarmed over the corona or weren't alarmed over the coronavirus because they didn't read about it, they didn't look at it, they didn't actually understand what it was until now. What's funny though is that this person is going on the opposite end with the coronavirus, like a little bit overreacting. Mm. <laughs> I just, I, I, as soon as I heard this, I go, I cannot believe that you would be making this same argument again. Wow, it's like the like for, like the four years just went by, nothing happened, everything's right. the same. I mean, There's, did did this person not pay attention to Trump overseas? How he interacts with other people, North Korea, mm. Putin, like nothing. No, I don't. I don't think they know all that. You know, they're not paying attention. Yeah. They just know the real big stuff. Mm. Wow. The real big stuff, like how Mueller's investigation proved that Trump hadn't done anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they look at that and they're just like, oh, see, the Democrats fucked that up. And I'm like, really? The Democrats fucked that up? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I totally agree with that statement, Jeff. Just how Trump likes them, not paying attention. Mm. Yeah, I mean, granted, I would say that this person doesn't know who William Barr is. You know, not everybody knows who that is. You know. He's our attorney general. What? No, most of my life, I couldn't tell you who the attorney general was. Oh, I couldn't tell you anybody on Obama's staff besides Biden. There, I, I know was Eric Holder no was an attorney. There, there was no, no, right, nothing, yeah, nothing yeah. alarming going on. You didn't I, need to know. I, I didn't, I certainly knew more about when W was president than mm -hmm. ever before. I paid a little bit of attention during Obama's years, and now it's, yeah, well, we do this podcast. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What, what I what I could not figure out though, which I was trying to get out of the person, was I go, are you just saying like Biden is no different than Trump, or that Trump is just your typical shitbag Republican? Because neither of these are right. Right, you're wrong. But I can't. <laughs> right, way. but I can't figure out what which your argument is because <laughs> you, they were going on about uh, somebody wants to come in and then also handing me this argument, which I can't fucking stand. Oh, it changes every every eight years anyway, who's in and who's out. I'm like, that is not fucking true. That's not true. <laughs> right. Yes. Lately, it's sort of in that trend, but, like, it's not that long ago. It went from Reagan to fucking Bush Sr. Right there is, <laughs> you know. And he was I already was, in for four years, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, honestly, I think you can blame Ross Perot for that, but. Mm, well. Sure. <laughs> All right. Real quick. I only have one state news, but it was. I just, I, ha I, ca I couldn't pass on it. Jacksonville, Florida, Mount Ararat Baptist Church has a new preacher. He is an admitted child molester. He oh. admitted to molesting two girls, was sentenced to three years in prison. Wow. He was uh, released on probation, and now he is a pastor of that Baptist church. Um, this uh, apparently blew up a little bit on social media locally because a whole bunch of people at the church went, wait a minute, why wait, is what? this happening? I don't yeah. like this. Uh, but uh, they're not removing him. A staff member just said no comment. There were people who was like, well, I, I was certainly disappointed, but I prayed about it and <laughs> uh, I, I forgave him. <laughs> Meanwhile, the, the kids that he molested are, uh, yeah. They're trying to make a big stink out of it. Sure. I I just, I, I mean, I, I get the understanding that people like 
to to be forgiving. They like to say forgive and forget. You know, maybe he can move on. But no, not in the role as a pastor. Like, live a life? Get a job? Sure. Not as a pastor. It's not in a place so of many questions. Mm. So many questions about this. Like, why are they protecting him? Like, it's I not don't like he'd been, he hasn't been there for years, right? Shortage of priests or pastors. Oh, whatever. come on. Come on. <laughs> this guy one all, better than him. That's all I got. <laughs> Find that one only molested one kid instead of three. Like, I, mean, I can't figure out. Again, is this, I don't want to admit I made a mistake, so I'll leave this pedophile in charge? Maybe they're, I mean, is it is it that um, religion teaches them forgiveness so they have, they're trying no. to give him a second chance? No. No. It's because, wait, when he molested, did he just become a pastor? Or was he a pastor who molested kids, actually gotten the more the minimal tiniest amount of oh, trouble. Oh yeah, that's a good that's a good point. And is now was a pastor he? again. He My was understanding a was he yeah. he was a reverend when the when it occurred. Yes. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Oh. Yes. If he were your run of the mill child rapist, not only would he still be in prison and not expect release for I imagine twenty to twenty five years, and you know run a very high risk of being murdered in said penitentiary mm. because he was a anointed by god child rapist mm-hmm. who was immediately forget be he's he spoke directly to the lord he knows what's up he's okay and he needs to be forgiven and he needs to be put back in a position where he is able to repeat these crimes mm-hmm. and he only did three years three so? years yeah just a only. year per kid yeah a year and year and a half per kid they were first of all jared they were girls, so it's not like he did anything gay. Oh, well, okay. So let's not be too hard on him. I mean, God. <laughs> exactly. I can't, I can't continue. I'm so flabbergasted about how, why, how, again, with Jerry, why are they protecting him? Why are religious people so comfortable with child rape? Yeah, I mean, I, I it's just, and also, I got to commend him a little bit, because the balls on this motherfucker to go, oh, I'm not done. I'm not done with this job because if it were me, not that I wanted molest children, but you know, like if I did and I got caught and went to jail, but I'm fucking done. I'm going to be working at the gas station for the rest of my life. Right. Sure. This guy was like, nope, I'm back in the game, baby. Probation's over. And they, he got back with welcome arms and he was probably like, wow, I cannot believe these dipshits are letting me back in the church. Well, not all of them. I mean, they received several phone calls. The local news was contacted. There are a lot of people who are not happy. But the local law enforcement were contacted by the uh, uh, journalists, and they were said, well, he's not on probation. He can work wherever he wants. Mm. Uh, The church is across from a prep school, but, you know, he's not violating any laws by having a job near a school. So they can't do anything. Wow. I mean, my only hope, I don't have many, and it's not possible. Because making even the mildest change in your routine, from what I've learned from the coronavirus, <laughs> is just too disrupt, just too disruptive to even speak aloud. But I mean, I would like to believe that the people who are, you know, opposing this guy, this can't, can't be the only church in Jacksonville. Mm. No, the, but it's the, the church that my mother and father and grandmother went to for years. Ian, I feel like mm. the one across the street will allow you to <laughs> represent the exact same imaginary God in the exact same imaginary way, just do that. Just never go to his church again. And 
again, if you hurt the church financially, then they will look elsewhere for a priest or but a pastor it, it, I guess or whatever it, he is called. It must be tough, though, because, like, God let this happen, right? It's not because, like, we're not just running around here willy-nilly, right? God True. has right. some oh, kind of right. plan. So if God let this happen, then I must be okay with it, right? Yeah, Is absolutely. that the rest? They, I mean, that's got to be part sure of they it. Were te- I'm sure they were tempting him. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to let their daughters go to special classes with him and stuff like that. Like, who would do- would you think they'd be go that far? Some would. What's that? Some would oh, allow oh, yeah. their young female children to be with this man in private. Yeah, one of the people quoted actually said that he would be fine allowing his children to be with the, the reverend. <laughs> Man, that is a special kind of fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I guess if you're willing to believe all the other shit, why not this? Uh, why not one more thing? Um, I'm with you. I guess my 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 only other core sadness of it is um because it's kids. Like my my in my in my mind, I'm like, well, because it's not happening to these people. I'd like mm. to just be able to say, well. You know, if you're dumb enough to fall for this guy's shit, then you deserve to get raped. But he's not raping the per- parishioners. Right. He's raping their you're children. Right. Yeah, good point. And before so. anybody gets upset that we're saying, you know, rape when it was just a sex offense. No, that's <laughs> rape. <laughs> and he children. was accused in other churches, but he was never tried. He was never convicted, tried or convicted of the other cases. So it's not like. This was a one-time thing. It's not. He didn't make right. an. He oops. is a child rapist. Yeah. Right. I appreciate that. Thanks, Ray. I I love it when they try to add like flowery language to mask the fact that these priests are raping children. Right. Pulling a Bloomberg. Those are not <laughs> sexual harassment cases. They are allegations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So off the, I'm going to key off the one thing that was said was why, well, because God is letting this happen. So we're going to let it, you know, we're going to let it. So yesterday, not yesterday, Sunday was uh, Trump declared a national day of prayer. Hmm. I think the coronavirus is still out there. I think people are still dying. So. Didn't work. That didn't work. What, uh, what's your God's plan? He's killing the elderly. The plan was, was the bored. virus. How dare you go against a plan by asking him to change it? Yeah, I've never understood prayer. I know, I know. It's <laughs> an omnipotent you, being who has set things in course. Why are you praying? I mean, if, if his it's mind? his plan, then what are you? You think you know better than your God, and you just need to, you know, get a thousand upvotes before <laughs> to get him to change his mind? Like, I don't. A national day of prayer. Oh, so a whole bunch of people are going to pray. That'll make a, the God right. changes. What <laughs> yeah, do you, you should just sit there and just live it out. Let it go. Your your omniscient being of choice had no idea that you didn't want the coronavirus. Thank goodness you told him. We'll turn that right around. God answers back, hey, I ain't running a fucking democracy here. <laughs> All right? I make the fucking decisions. <laughs> what is it? You cannot petition the Lord with prayer. <laughs> uh, final story. And I just really, I included this because of the title on uh, the, the article. The title is Flatter Day Saints. A flat earther, David Gordon, thinks that uh, people are pointing their telescopes in the wrong direction. Instead of pointing at the stars, they should point it off across the surface of the Earth. And he decided the best way to uh, protect his beliefs was to establish a religion. A religion of the flat Earth. Hmm. However, apparently this didn't go over very well. There are a whole bunch of flat earthers who were rejecting his appeal. Grasp of power. <laughs> well, yeah, probably. So he he says that he is 
feels that he is one of the marginalized within the marginalized because though even the flat earthers are looking at him strangely now. <laughs> yeah, he might have a better chance if he was a convicted pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> you need to put Reverend in front of your name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> need to, well, I, hey, right, he's putting Reverend in front of his name. So what uh, he actually needs is charisma because charisma it turns out will take you a very long way in this world. Yeah, apparently. It, Especially as a preacher. Flatter Day Saints, not going to catch on? No. <laughs> I like it. I'm curious I'm curious where Flat Earthers land on religion a lot. Uneducated? <laughs> I think most of them are are really religious, from what oh. I've seen. Oh, very uh, much I, pro-religion. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're taking the literal you know, words, well, some of the words out of the Bible, and turning it into their, you know, their attempted reality. The firmament and all that nonsense. So definite religious. Yeah, I think so. All right, that's all I've got. Anybody have anything else? I do. It's quick, mm. and it's just for you, Ray. Uh-oh. It's something you already hate. It's something that I'll make you hate it more, and it's something that I never is never relevant for this show until now. Mm. <laughs> but it is spoiler-filled, but I'm going to drop it anyway. Okay. So- You'll never guess who was unmasked last week on The Masked Singer. <laughs> <laughs> Reality TV. Oh, wait. I think I heard about this. You did. <laughs> it was none other than former Alaskan Governor Sarah Palin. <gasps> no way. It absolutely was. You didn't hear about this, Karen? No. <laughs> oh, she sang, this story's about to get way better. <laughs> it is. So she sang uh, Babies Got Back, and they booted her off the show. And the important part that I thought was when she was talking about her performance before she sang it a second time, was she made it very clear to Nick Cannon and the people at home that, well, when I was singing it, I reversed all the pronouns in that st- in that song, so that you would know I was singing about guys' butts, which the subtext of that is, because you know, gays are gross. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And uh, then proceeded to sing it a second time. And uh, yeah, that show has been uh, making me sad time and time again this season, and that this was really uh, some sad icing on a sad cake. <laughs> Mere inches from being vice president of the United States. Yeah! Oof. Yeah, just like Rick Perry. Have you seen his Dancing with the Stars routines? And I'm just like, that guy's head of fucking energy now. Now, <laughs> uh, <laughs> only in America where you fail upwards. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. I hate reality TV. <laughs> so I did. I have to quote Jeff. He said, "That's how horrible of a timeline we live in." Sarah Palin sung Baby Got Back on live TV, and it hardly got any attention. (laughs) Hey, it made its way into my feed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think that's all we got for this week. Uh, I want to thank our supporters of the podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, I would ask you to support us as well. Either go to patreon.com and sign up for our Patreon page. You can do that, profaneargument.com. There's a link takes you right there uh, if you can't do that you can still share the podcast on social media or leave a review on itunes soundcloud wherever you happen to listen if you want to contact us facebook page facebook.com slash profane arg or you can tweet to us directly at profane arg also i'd like to mention other podcasts you could check out on the network podcasting network we are a member of soon to be named network.com is where you can find all the other shows anything you'd happen to uh, be interested in. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. 
I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you. You watch that show, Ian, like regularly? I do. Mm. So what is the premise? Like these people are singing in these elaborate costumes for the whole show. And then when they get kicked off, you figure out who they are. Correct. But how are people speculating? Like I hear people say like, oh, I knew it was so and so. I'm like, how do they know that? Or is there a list of stars on the show? There is not. But you get a um, a series of veiled clues hmm. before each performance. I do. Oh, okay. Which, uh, you know, sorry, I don't know why my phone decided <laughs> that was embarrassing and weird. Oh, you said um, series and Siri. Oh, mm-hmm. right. So, yes. So, before the person comes out, they'll, you know, drop random background clues and they'll be like, hey, here's some little tidbit that I've hidden inside, a, you know, a joke or a reference to something that I might be famous for. And then the uh, panelist of four people up there who, I mean, obviously are being fed information as well so that they can make the most accurate guesses for the home audience. Um, oh, so there is an aspect of the show where you have to guess who it is? Yes, mm-hmm. there are four people on the show. There is Robin Thicke, Ken Jong, <laughs> Jenny McCarthy, and the woman who invented the Pussycat Dolls. I can't think of her name right now. Wait, wait, wait. They got Robin Thicke on there trying to guess yeah. who's singing other people's songs? Didn't he get in yes. trouble for being a plagiarist? <laughs> Oh, did he? He might have. Yeah, he got definitely got sued for blurred lines. That sounds familiar. So, uh, yeah, based on that, you know, sometimes it's an actual musician and they'll be like, oh, I recognize this person's voice. I think it's this person. And then you, you know, you at home can be like, oh, it does seem like that person. So so if you is you guessing who it is, do anything to the show or is this just nothing? OK, there's no it's... impact whatsoever. All right. There's, there's no real prize. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's just for fun, I guess. And now that they've, you know, now that it's really gained momentum, uh, they're really trying to up the the celebrity level in this third season. With Sarah Palin? Because, uh, Sarah Palin is much more famous than some dude named Ninja who plays Fortnite on YouTube. <laughs> Ninja was on The Masked Singer? Ninja was on The Masked Singer. There were some other people. Like, if, if they pull off the mask and I still don't know who they are, like, I'm like, this show, That's that was that was what the first season was all about. They'll be like, this is, uh, you know, they'll be either from, from some sort of, you know, performers that I just don't know, or even if I do know them, I'm like, why is Ricky Lake on here? Like, like that's a reach. But so now they're, they're, now they're up to, like, Lil Wayne and Sarah Palin and Drew Carey and, and people who Drew you've generally Carey? heard of. Did this? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wayne Brady did this. Um, well, I know Wayne, Wayne Brady will sell himself on the side for, <laughs> for a fucking dollar, but I Drew Carey got a fucking job, right? Yeah, he well, not now, but I mean, he's, he's still employed. He's just not working. He doesn't host Prices Right. They're not showing the Prices Right right now, aren't they? Oh, so he wait because of coronavirus or the yes. show's off? Oh, well, no, no, okay. coronavirus. But yes, he is still the host. He is still the 
minority owner of the Seattle Sounders. He is still the host of The Price is Right. He is still the host of, uh, sometimes host of, uh, what's that show? Uh, where people do stand-up comedy? What's my with line? With Wayne Brady? Yeah, whose line is that anyway? Hmm. Yeah, why would you? Why would you like? Why would you embarrass yourself like this? Like dressing up like a furry? <laughs> and, <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, Jeff's got it right. It, Money. Yeah, yeah. That uh, you know, some of these people just you know were never in the spotlight. Oh, I to get begin it. With. Like when I see an, another reality star on another reality show, when mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh my god, it's so and so from Survivor," I'd be like, "What?" Okay, I get it. Why that just didn't right. got nothing right. else. <laughs> and, you know, most of the time, like, at least for the first two seasons, you know, if you were already owned by Fox, that, you know, you had to dress up in one of these costumes. So they'll be like, it's host of Dancing with the Stars, Tom Bergeron, or, you know, hey, look, it's host of Fox Sports, Terry Bradshaw. And uh, you'd be like, oh, look, haha, he's singing. That's fun. I think I was watching because, you know, David Spade has that show on Comedy Central, Lights Out. And uh, I believe he made a joke, like, roughly around the first episode where he's like, oh, I also want to make an announcement. I'll be on this season of Dancing with the Stars. And the crowd went wild. And he goes, all right, take it easy. He goes, like, I'm not there yet. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 